We are? I paid that twelve ninety nine. Hello everyone, this is Hearthstone MetaHype, I am Ecore 100 with my friend Venga Dragon, and we are going to go over some pretty interesting topics today, as per usual. Uh, let's start things off, how are you doing Venga Dragon? I'm doing awesome, it is a great day. I saw some interesting stuff on Hearthstone, we, we got a lot going on, so I'm just looking to get into this. I saw your topics and I'm like, yeah, we gotta talk about that. Yeah, I was, I've, I've been thinking about it for a little bit, and yeah, I think that it's something that would be interesting to talk about. But, you know, called meta hype, so the first thing that we should talk about probably is the best decks in the meta. And right now, I personally think that the top decks um, are Soul Demon Hunter, just because it does pretty much everything you could ever want a deck to do. It's got decent control, it's got a lot of damage, and actually a decent amount of draw. Probably Bomb Warrior, and that's just been a top deck for me for a really long time. And then probably I'd say, this is where I differ from a lot of people, I think Lee Broom Paladin is actually a top three deck. I know that it is hard to play and it can sometimes like miss, obviously, if you don't draw um, all of the cards that you need or if you don't draw Penflinger, but I think most of the time it'll do really well because it's not an RNG based deck like at all. There are almost no RNG aspects to it, except for whatever one drops you create off of first day of school and then everything else is based off of your own merit and the cards in your deck and like the skill that you have after mastering that deck so those are the top three decks for me what about you well i, I just usually go with what's on uh, high horizon we're looking at the october 9th or so meta report and i see soul demon hunter number one number two bomb warrior and Secret Rogue at number three. And I have to agree with you on the fact that there are some decks in the meta from time to time that you, when you lose, you're like, oh yeah, I knew how I lose. It was my fault, right? And then there's sometimes there's decks that are just like, I lost and it was my fault, but you know, maybe I could have done this or could have done that. But when it comes to a deck like Libroom, or even when I play something like Soul Fragment, Warlock, uh, Galakron Warlock, you know how you lost. You know how you won. There's a there's a like a a way that you get there, and that comes from the really because I think these two decks don't really have as much, or specifically Libroom. Really, the only random gener generation that you get are from the the opening cards. You know the your, your first day of school, and um, other than that, you know, you really got to, you got to know your placement, you know, your timing, you got to think about a lot of different things. So I, I would agree with you. That's a, a really high skill deck. And I do believe that it, it should appear higher on the, on the tiers. It is number seven on, um, on Hype Horizon, but maybe you could put it, maybe put it up to like rank two, uh, tier two and, and say that it's the fourth best deck, but I'm not sure about it being rank uh, tier one. So well, okay, maybe it's just because I like the feel of, like, knowing exactly what's going on in my deck and knowing where I lost, because I, personally, I found it easier to get better with that deck, because I'm like, okay, this specific card, which will be in my deck every time, works better in this situation than this situation, and maybe that's just why I've been doing better with it. Yeah, that, that that's exactly what I said. If you can if you can master a deck and it's especially if you know specifically when you lose or when you win, you or what moves that you could do to improve, 
then that's that's really good. And not every deck is like that. There's some that you're just like, how do I lose that? You know, you can blame it on just one one specific thing. Like I didn't draw a guardian animals or something in time or didn't get the ramp or whatever if you're speaking about druid, you know? So that deck has has a, a lot of different points where there's turning points where you either can put pressure on your opponent or make them make a bad decision, or you get the choice to make a bad decision. So I like those kind of decks too. So I, that's why I would say it's, it will push it up to uh, tier two, number four, maybe B plus a minus a minus minus maybe B plus uh, or a minus minus. Uh, yeah. I'll give it that, honestly. Maybe maybe I bump it up a little bit too high just because of personal preference. Um, but speaking of all these meta decks, do you think that the meta is kind of stale right now? I don't know what it is for me. I don't know if it's either um, the fact that I've been playing this set for like two months at this point or the fact that I see the same basic three or four decks every single time. It's basically Soul Demon Hunter, Mage, and then some sort of warrior or rogue deck. And that's, that's it. Um, yeah. So to me, it feels a little bit stale personally, but I, I want to hear your thoughts. Cause maybe it's different at like other ranks. Well, I think that at every single time that you're, you're playing Hearthstone, there becomes that point where the meta can get somewhat stale and it's a matter of perception. And that, that perception is, is, how long you've been playing the game and what are your your intentions if your intentions are just to play one deck yourself and rank up it can get kind of stale because you'll be say, seeing a lot of the different archetypes that i mean a lot of the same archetypes mm -hmm. if you're just like playing and you're experimenting with decks there's a lot of experimentation that can still take place whether or not those those decks are competitive is another story uh, i find myself trying to experiment with like crazy things like way too much so i don't really rank up as highly as you do so i don't have the same experience in my experience the meta always gets to a point where it is somewhat stale and i think that has to do with the idea of the fact that there are so many random generated cards and stuff like that i think that those just have a big suck factor and when we get over to um, the next episode or the next portion of this episode, when we're on my channel, we I, I'll talk to you a little bit about that in how we can improve Hearthstone. That's one of the topics in there. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted the last thing I wanted to say on this is that um, you have the, the uh, article that came out today on Hearthstone, I believe, that said, how did Hearthstone make such a healthy meta? Oh yeah, I read that like yesterday, yeah. I think. Or I I, right. I think it was yesterday or today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and uh and so I again that's gonna be in the next episode, so we'll talk about that then. But yeah, I think the meta's a bit stale. I think only because some of the cards are just way overpowered and there's there's some very polarizing decks. Even though it's balanced, but nobody wants to play a a a 51% win rate deck when you can play something like 58 or 61, right? No, yeah. And you were talking about the um, RNG mechanic of it and just randomly generated cards. And I actually don't think that that's something that causes it to be stale. It's a different issue for me. It, it's just, it's more frustrating. But I do think that having that at least makes the games a little bit more um, unique and less super repetitive. But yeah, I've I've been seeing a little bit of an issue with that and i think that when we talk about ways that we can improve the game that would be pretty interesting 
But I also got to yep. give Blizzard some credit because the meta is healthy. Things are pretty balanced and there's a pretty good diversity of decks. It's probably just a personal thing because I play dozens of games every day when I'm streaming. It's probably catered more towards the casual audience. I understand that. But for somebody yeah. who plays as much as I do, it's it's a little bit um, stale personally. Yeah, interestingly enough, you know, I did say random makes it stale. Um, oh, yeah. That's maybe one of my crazy uh, perceptions here. I, I'm not sure what I meant by that, but I think it's just the same old, okay, you know, you'll play the, you'll, you know, you'll see the, that random generation, that randomly generate, that card that randomly generates played. And then you're kind of like, okay, this one's, so in other words, there's, everybody's playing the, the, those particular cards. Like you had put a tweet out the other day about uh, the best five mana card in the game, which, oh, yeah. uh, which is again, which one was it that it was? Uh, Janus. Janus, yeah. Now, I totally agree with you. It's one of the best five mana legendaries probably ever printed. No, and, yeah, it's insane. It like, yeah. And nobody and, talks about how busted it is either. Like, everybody knows it's strong, but it's not like talked about. It's, it's yeah. such a good card. It is. It's a, it's a great card. And, it, and so the thing is, though, is, is, but you know it's coming. Do you understand? Like, so they, but you don't know what it's going to, it's going to derive. No, yeah. Like what's going to be made from it. So in that part, it, I, I do find that part is like, what, what do they, that part is fun for me. Like, which card is it that they, that your opponent had put the, you know, the instant death on. And mm -hmm. the other day, somebody got me really good. I, they, they put a, they, they were playing rogue uh -huh. and put down bamboozle and, and Jandis. And of course, whoa, 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 you know, wait. I people run bamboozle. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, bamboozle right behind. I, I literally haven't seen that that card in like I know a season, like an entire season. Yep, it was it was um it was it was a it it did come off of the uh, the jewel thief though the um. But that's legendary. Wait, that's actually maybe really good with Jandis if you could combo that together. Yeah, they'll like try to kill Jandis or the one that dies in one hit, and mm -hmm. it becomes an eight drop. Wait. Yep. It's exactly. plus three mana cost, right? Bamboozle. Yeah. Yep. It, becomes, it, it goes from five to eight. Wait, that's actually maybe really good. It is, and it was, and and the way that they did it, I'm like, I'm like, they, there would be no way that they would put that on the on the taunt in this situation, but they did. You know oh, what I mean? Like, and it was just, it was great. It was such great trickery. And that, that for me was like just awesome Hearthstone. So in that aspect, it wasn't stale, but as a whole, oh, really? though, I knew the card was coming, though. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I no, kind of yeah, had a feeling it was coming. It was you just weren't like sure what it yeah. was going to produce. But you, you're like, right. when it happened, you rolled your eyes like, here we go again. Yeah, was going to exactly. Happen. And and but it was it was much better than I expected. So they, there are some aspects of the samey samey type of thing. But Janice is a card that does have some really cool random generation that is oh, yeah. good on both sides. And I and I like the skill behind the the thought process on which one and the you know, mind your opponent games sometimes. Like yeah. you can do some pretty cool yeah. mind game stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's that's one of the things I think that makes Hearthstone great is the mind games and. Mm -hmm. Because of the way that the meta is shaped up a little bit, there are not as many of those mind games that you can play with your opponent um, because you're most of the time, it, depending on the class you're playing, you're on the defense so often because of the different aggro decks and stuff. I, I, I tend to play more control, so I'm 
always seem to be on the defense, even though you kind of are with a control deck, but you're not controlling. You're just on the defense. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? you're, it's it's not like controlling the board. It's more of a like, okay, can I survive this turn? Yeah, exactly. You're always being pushed back on your heels. You know, it's it's always first down on uh, on the five-yard line uh, when lately. You know what <laughs> I mean? So... <laughs> New game speculations. No, yeah. Speaking of just like the meta getting stale, what would make it a little less stale? A new game mode. And you know it was supposed to come out at least in uh, the second phase. Um, this At the beginning of the year, basically, Blizzard put out a roadmap of what they wanted to do for Hearthstone. And in phase two, there was new game mode, which I was extremely excited about. And I'm kind of disappointed it has not happened yet. And... In terms of speculations, I feel like there are two main things. Speculation on what's it going to be, and when is it going to come out. And I think that it'll come out, or at least be announced, somewhat soon. Because I think that Blizzard knows that things are getting stale, at least to some extent. Um, some of my friends that I used to play with and would see on Hearthstone more daily, um, they'll be on there daily, but it'll be shorter, probably just to finish daily quests, or sometimes not even um, every single day. And I feel like numbers for, like, across the board on, like, Twitch and YouTube have been going down a little bit as the meta has staled out and people know all of the best decks. So I feel like this would be a great way for Blizzard to, like, have a mid-season, like, or mid-expansion bump up before the next expansion comes, like, next actual expansion comes out. So I think it'll probably happen or at least be announced probably by, like the end of next week or the end of this month like in the next week or two i could see this being at least announced so we know what's going to yeah. happen what about you do you do, when do you think it's going to come out or at least be announced uh, october 29th i think i'm going to give it an exact oh, date an exact date okay okay fine yeah. i'll match you i'll match you um i think uh, that it will be announced i want to say the 27th because i feel like they know they usually come out with stuff on Tuesdays. I'm going to say right. like yep. the 23rd because they usually don't announce things on Tuesdays. They usually like announce things earlier and then have the things come out on Tuesday. So I think it's going to be October 23rd, the Friday before that weekend to just build up hype that weekend. And then um, boom, maybe released on Tuesday. I feel like it will happen fast, though. I feel like they'll be like, here's the game. Here's the game. Oh, yeah, it's coming out in five days or something. I feel like they'll just, like, drop it on us. What's the game? What can they, what they, what can they do? Battlegrounds 2? What can they do? Arena mode, like, like, like you know, multiple player arena mode, maybe? You know, four, four like, instead of just two head-to-head, -head, it's actually four players on there, like, a, like something like that. Or, like, four, what I was thinking, maybe it's tournament mode. Maybe it's like a bracket mode. Oh, I want it to be a tournament mode so bad, but I'm pretty sure Blizzard has actually said they do not plan on implementing any sort of tournament mode. I really hope that it is, though. Yeah. I don't know if that qualifies necessarily As for a, a game, though. game mode. Think? Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of does in a certain certain way, like Arena, right, is, yeah. is, a, is a game mode, so... A bracket mode like a tournament mode not where you select decks or whatever but you you take it down like whatever maybe it's like a kind of a quest mode sort of like where you're started the you know against eight players break it down to then four then you go to the the end and maybe you get rewards or something that's a one thought but that doesn't it doesn't really kind of 
like sound like a game mode though. No, I, I had I had a couple of game mode ideas that I think that they could have gone with. One was just you know like the brawlicium, just make it more of a permanent thing because it usually does well. But I do think that if they do that, it'll take the hype away from the brawlicium. So that might not be the case. But that was one of the ideas that I read a lot on like Twitter um, and some on Reddit when people uh, when this idea for a new game mode initially came out. But some ideas that I think personally that could happen, or at least like think would be interesting is some sort of um like i like you said more than two person game like a four person game maybe like a 2v2 yeah. or something where like you switch off who's going and you have two different decks and you could go two decks that like complement each other like okay i'll go demon hunter and then you'll go warlock and our health total be like 40 instead of 30 we'll switch off every turn i'll be like a hunter i guess do aggro things and then you'll be warlock and control and draw me cards. Um, it's so like it's, rock, paper, scissor, like it said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other idea, which I think is kind of interesting, is maybe some sort of like weekly boss kind of thing that the community can fight together. Like this boss will have millions and millions of health. But like every week it'll be a new like character or new portrait or because they, they already have like a lot of characters and portraits to choose from, from like solo adventure things. Um, and like story, story adventures that the, like the yeah. one that gave you the demon hunter stuff. And you could just take one of those and one of their like ridiculously overpowered, crazy decks, plop it there, give it like, you know, hundred million health or something and say, okay, everyone on this server, try to do as much damage to it as you can. And based on how far you get, you'll get rewards. So it'll not only give yeah. people rewards, but it'll be a fun, like, single player thing you can just do to try to, like, progress as a community. Like, it'll build a sense of community, in my opinion. It'll give people rewards. It could be fun depending on how they design the deck and they can design a new deck every week. I feel like a, a solo adventure thing, or not a solo adventure, but like a, a boss battle kind of thing could be pretty cool. But I don't know how, yeah. like replayable it would be because you could only do it like one or two times a week so that might not be the direction they go but i feel like yeah. it would be pretty cool well i think that and i as much as i love the idea of doing like like stuff like that yeah. unfortunately i know i know uh hearthstone and blizzard and blitter is blizzard is out to do a little bit of a cash grab so Unfortunately, I think that it'll be that they've learned from Battlegrounds that it was a success and introducing pay paper play is was a little bit more difficult. So I have a feeling this one is going to be something paid. Um, I don't know what it'll be. I'm hoping that it'll be more reward oriented for the players. Um, no, yeah, because Battlegrounds, you get like nothing as a reward for yeah. playing the game as well. Like you spend yeah. money to have an even playing field with everybody else and have like four different characters to choose from instead of just like two or whatever. And yeah. you don't even get anything out of it. Like in the actual game, not even like yeah. a cosmetic thing. Like even if you just work towards, okay, you play like you win, like you come in first and 10 games of battleground. Boom here. You get like a unique little portrait <laughs> for the character you played the most Yay. or whatever. Yay. Like they, they give you nothing. <laughs> Mechs, bombs, explosions, ooh, card collections. Yeah, yeah I get you, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, it's time to, to talk about the best ways to improve Hearthstone. No, that's a good, that's a good segue 
into the, the next, next episode. episode yeah yeah we're going on to the next episode hey yeah so if you like what you heard feel free to like comment subscribe on on my channel and we are now on um spotify apple um and amazon at least those are the three big ones that i know of would are we on anything else yeah we're even on pandora i believe we are um i heart radio my All goodness kinds wait of stuff. we're actually everywhere yeah now. I paid that, that twelve ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? I sent them. The, I've sent them that cheddar, and they hooked us up. Uh, wherever you are, make sure you subscribe to wherever you are. Yeah, just subscribe to the show wherever you are. Yeah, and don't forget to check out Ecor on Twitch because you know you get to see him talk and tell you how to play Hearthstone the right mm-hmm. way. So check out Vengas as well when we do the second part on his channel. They're pretending to care. That's just window dressing. They're just pretending like, oh, we want to bring older players back. going on everybody we are back again here on hearthstone meta hype i'm here with ecore what's up ecore we are chilling i am venga dragon and this is the second segment of the fastest growing <laughs> podcast show <laughs> on the internet i'm just kidding but we'd like to thank everybody maybe, that's maybe listening. about hearthstone <laughs> it's the fastest growing hearthstone show right but yeah, I'm nah, just with all with all due respect, we, we're growing just at a pace that we love and we appreciate everybody that's listening and giving those thumbs up and stuff. So we're just going to get right into the first topic here for this segment. And it is something that's been pretty popular that I've seen a few times on YouTube and also on Twitter and a couple of different places. I've seen best ways to improve Hearthstone and bring back players so i'll go first and then we'll get to ecores number five so let's start with number five for me get rid of some random generated cards reprint those cards as discover cards class specific um what i mean by that is is that random generated cards are are kind of they they they're not fun always because like weird things happen and it takes away some of the preponderance of skill in my opinion but discover cards are much more of a skill set that i think is overlooked a lot of people don't realize how situational discover cards can be drop the discover card itself and then discover that card at the wrong time and your game plan changes from when you say you drop it in a later turn when you think you may need it in other words like do you choose whether or not to save that card for a later spot and then also discover at the at the later spot if you follow what i'm saying because you knowing that knowing that certain cards are have discovery in them can help you guide you through what situations you may need them you're uh, uh, the closer you get to making that decision it is better to play that that card if if you get, if you follow what I'm saying. Um, do you understand what I mean there? No, yeah, you think the discover is better than just random because it'll be like a more situational thing and it requires more skill to like choose from three cards as opposed to just like oh randomly generated eight cards off of evocation right and oh what's that i randomly generated three other evocations off of my wand maker and kobold spellkin right oh okay and it, it, like it's just yeah yeah and this is like crazy i mean you it's not that those cards you don't need and they're not pl- un, they're not unplayable like they're probably very situational but like you know you're gonna get like something and it could turn out that it's the right card to do it but in that case 
if you're not picking from three, right, you're picking, you, you have no choice at choosing the wrong card or the best card of the three. And that's where I think that the, the game really needs to improve is number five is that get rid of some of those random generated cards, bring back more discovery cards and don't make them too OP. But, you know, the three on the board where it says choose one. I always love that. So um, what's your number five? Because we're going to do five reasons. So you have any any first reason you can pick up? A number five for me, just like probably the first reason that's not that's not super important, but I'd like to see it happen, and I know they're working on it, is that new game mode. Um, I think that that will bring back a lot of players. I think Battlegrounds brought back a lot of players. The only issue with that, from what I saw, is that a lot of people like switched to Battlegrounds permanently, which honestly isn't even that big of a problem. I mean, people are playing the game, and Battlegrounds is a fun game mode, and I feel like that'll just build back some of the hype. But the only reason why it's number five is because I know that they are working on it because it's on the roadmap. So I'm not going to be like too pressing on this one, mostly just because of the fact that they, like they said, they, like I said, they are um, planning on working on it. So it's not like something that needs to change right now. It's not something that it's like if you don't change this, it'll ruin the game. Like random generation kind of feels like, but it's something that would just be. Pretty nice to have, you know? Yep, I agree. And so I'm going to bring it up to number four. And number four mm -hmm. is I want Hearthstone and to still have aggressive decks in it, but I want them to revisit the, the, the aggressive decks. And I believe that aggro is a lot more difficult to play than people give it credit for. Um, but the thing is, is it just seems lately that the new aggro decks that are out, they curve so well. And they turn. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, and they tend to just be so top decky. Like it's just like top deck oriented. Like you kind of almost don't even have to mulligan, right? You just you know you're going to get the the right curve. You know that it's, it's like just oh, yeah. way so. It's like just there's really. I'm not saying there's no skill in them. They're they're not as easy to pilot as people think. Um, no, yeah, they actually do have some skill. I've, yeah, but the, I've said this multiple times. Yeah, but they're just unlike the aggro decks of the past. And there's, you know, obviously you're not really trading all that much, but there's ways to like manage your mana and manage like your the way that you're going to drop down and your tempo and and you know and how you're going to do it. What seems to happen is is that because that certain cards like they generate other ones that give you draw and they give you lots of minions and stuff that you the cheating out of like the hero power on on hunter for for nothing uh, for zero mana like those type of things that yeah. that makes the game sort of stale in that sense because you know like for example um they'll drop turn four they'll drop down the uh, dragon bane is uh the the mech the three five for four yeah, yeah yeah exactly and then they're gonna that it, when you hero power does five damage yeah. extra to something yeah to yeah. something and you know that once they, they like it's very likely that you're gonna see that card played on turn four um you know so mm -hmm. that that makes that card way way more powerful and it's like and then it becomes it was a lot slower and that's a really, really overpowered card to do it. So I just think that revisiting aggro decks and taking out like some of the things that make them sort of like not fun to play against will bring back even the aggro players. So players who liked, they're not even fun to play sometimes because it's just like, okay. No, yeah. Sometimes you just dump your hand and the game is over turn five or six yeah. 
whether you won or you lost is just like, well, yeah, I've dumped everything. Yeah, six minutes, six minutes, ready to rock and roll again. Let's go. You know, six minutes mm-hmm. I'm dead, six minutes yeah. I'm rocking, six minutes I win, get back into another game. I'm just playing. But you're not even having fun. You're just, it's like a game of attrition to some degree. No, yeah. Like, I like tempo decks a lot more than aggro decks. Aggro decks is like dump your hand as quickly as possible and get some hero powers in there. And tempo is more of a like, play whatever the best card on that turn is but like you don't dump it in the same way like you still it's still fairly aggressive and you play the best option with the stats or whatever can do the most damage but it's not like face hunter where literally you'll have like i think 18 or like 14 of my cards or one drop somewhere in that range so most of the cards that i draw i will play like if i look at my face deck 14 25 of my cards in my face hunter are two or less mana and you just kind of dump your hand maybe get voracious reader and draw some extra cards and it's just kind of lame yeah so the so revisit but, the aggro decks don't take them out of the game but just restructure them no, into, yeah, a, but like, into a place where yeah. an aggro player can exert some more skill and also no, yeah. make them so that it's not just so so super quick like it's always it's not that they always win but they're just kind of like whatever you know boom um so number four for you any any other thoughts on that or do you have a another four do you actually I, you know i should ask you do you have five and are they different than mine if if i covered it then you already you know you don't have to just um, make I have one up. four that i can think of right now i don't know what yours are and one of them is similar to yours mm-hmm. but in a different take on it so i was that it's my number four actually okay. and it has to do with rng yep. and you were saying that you think discover is good and you should have more of that and less randomly generated things in general I disagree. I think that there should be less randomly generated things overall. Period. Um, including discovering <laughs> cards. Or, if you are going to keep discover cards, don't make the discover cards so good. Like, think about it. We have n- 10 different studies in the game right now. A one-mana card, discover a card, and reduce its cost. You lose no tempo at all for randomly generating potentially a very good card because the card is reduced in cost in fact it can up your tempo because being able to play like a four drop or something turn three can be extremely strong so not only do you gain tempo but you got a randomly generated card that could be really really strong and the opponent has no idea what to do um i think that back in the day there was that jeweled scarab i i heard i watched a raw video about this and i think he had a very good um take on it jeweled scarab used to be a two mana one one Mm -hmm. which is bad like the stats are bad but you discover a three drop and it not it was not necessarily a minion it could have offered you some pretty bad things and but the the um important thing was that the jeweled scarab itself set you behind in tempo with the stats and i think the only like recent card that does the same thing right now is the volpera scoundrel a three mana two three which isn't as bad as a 2-mana 1-1 one, one, in my opinion. 3-mana 2-3 is like, okay, you do lose tempo, but it's playable. But you get to discover a card. And I think that if you do want to do discover, you need to weaken all of the discover cards. You can't gain tempo and get a randomly generated card your opponent doesn't know how to play around all in the package of one card. It needs to be you lose tempo to gain that little bit of mystery. So the opponent has to like play around some extra stuff. Um... Because, like, don't get me wrong, I like the studies. I think the studies are cool cards, um, and I think that every single class having one is interesting. But I feel like just having it be one mana and then reduce the cost 
Also, fun fact, I don't know if this is a bug or planned, if you discover something, <clears throat> and that minion is dormant, so like a good example is the warrior one, you can discover the 3-5 rush minion and play it, and the reduced cost doesn't get taken into account because technically it goes into the field dormant, but it's in your hand as a rush minion. So you can actually get that discount two separate times. Wow. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a bug or they planned on it working that way. That's awesome. But just imagine if you could, like, if that wasn't the only um, way that you could somehow exploit the increased tempo. Like, there could be even more ways to exploit this stuff. And I just, I don't know. I think that you, if you discover a card and get an extra card, you should lose tempo. Because think about it. Like, to draw a card, you lose tempo. Yeah. And this is, like potentially a better draw card because you can get like the perfect card potentially well so i don't think that you should get good stats or get things on the board um yeah and also get a good card the opponent can't play around well that's very i mean that's like really really insightful and it's like great thinking on your part as well and sometimes i wonder if the the guys and the developers think this deeply in the in the game and i and there's a lot of really good players that are designers for hearthstone don't get me wrong but i don't think that they always challenge themselves to put themselves in the shoes of us and what you're saying makes a lot no, of yeah. sense i mean i i do like the aspect of there has to be some element of sacrifice um and the example that you use like is is a perfect example of that. So I could be swayed that all all the randomly generated cards and even discover cards could be moved out of the meta. I think that's not a bad idea. Um, and for the reasons that you gave, it's pretty cool. But they're almost the same reasons why I believe that they should be reprinted and put in there is because you can make those sacrifices and make the game more playable. But here's the thing about no, yeah. uh, I I think I worded it wrong. No, 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 I think you didn't. that there shouldn't be less in the game. I think that the discover card should be weaker. Yes. But still in the game. No, no. Because I think discover is a cool mechanic. Yeah, yeah, you did. And you can d- be flexible. Yeah, you did. You, you but, did make yeah. sense out of it. Um, you're totally clear as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the the okay. one thing I wanted to say is is that older players who are when we talk about like they're not about age, but just players who played a long time ago, experienced players, yeah, experienced players. They were they were playing in a meta that was designed um, around the idea of think about like chess, right? Chess is a is an entertaining game to play, right? But and maybe that was kind of like what Hearthstone was like when it first it came. There was an element of like a little bit of chess in it. Or a lot of chess and like strategy and skill, moving the the pieces around and doing stuff like that. It's entertaining, but it's not jumping out of the seat entertainment like you are at a football game. Mm-hmm. And that's the no, yeah. that's the difference. I think that some of the players who who played um, that started playing back then, like you know whatever whatever the Hearthstone is saying for older players are concerned, um, their older fan base. They might be they might be people that were more into the cerebral part of the game rather than the shoutcast part of the game where you know everything has got to be like over the top. Um, funny that I mentioned this. We're from Hype Horizon, and, and the word hype is in our name, right? And I'm talking about yes, making the game a little less hyper and being uh, more subdued. But um, I want to get to number three. Um, Okay. And uh, that was really kind of the preference of, of number three was is that just for the most part, there's a newness factor in the game and everything that seems to be the good old days, even when those good old days were broken, 
the newness factor took over. In other words, there was always like some Hearthstone was a new game. And at some point when it becomes stale to you, it's not necessarily because of the game itself. It's just because you just want to just play something else. You, you, you can't eat peanut butter and jelly every single day and, you know, or pizza every day. Although for me, pizza is kind of nice. Um, I, I could see myself eating pizza often, but I don't think I would enjoy it every single day. But you get with point. I don't know. I like pizza. I could yeah, I think I could. Day. I think I could. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? It's like like not every player is like us who play on a, on a daily basis, and not everybody grinds as long as we do. For a stream, yeah. Um, so the problem is, is that it may just be one of those things that gone are the the players that used to play. Uh, more consistently just because they're just not interested in playing it they want to play um among us or maybe they want to play uh some something else i don't know something else yeah you know they just they're just moving in so um one of the things though that i thought that could do is is so to get some newness in the game you might want to do maybe they could do like a release of mid-card expansions um in mid mid expansion cards for example like let's say the the meta is a month old and the current expansion mm-hmm. is a month old they bring in they mm-hmm. leave some things on the table instead of releasing all 135 cards at the beginning of the set maybe they should release 110 like and then bring out 25 and release the other like 35 or 25 on another one that's actually not bad. like you know or a month at a time 10 a month and then they kind of add them in there because that brings in like that you know someone says oh wow let me go back and see what's happening yeah oh i like this and i'll play for a little bit you know then they leave they say okay then they come oh wow there's something new again so it's every every month in the in the set maybe there's just some things they should leave on the table and instead of instead of just throwing it all out there and then let us play for three months and two years you know what i'm saying whatever no yeah that's that's kind of why i liked galacron's awakening yeah um the solo adventure that got you cards like every single week you'd get like eight or so cards the only issue with it was that like you had no other way of crafting the specific cards you wanted um so i feel like if there was something like that like every single expansion halfway through there'd be like a solo adventure for like three or four weeks but this is important because it'll be a, a thing that i talk about later on don't make it also cost money for the players to get access to allow them to get access to at least the cards they want with dust don't have this paywall in front of them that keeps them from doing it. i feel like Agreed. a good balance of that would be um a, a great thing to just have extra cards put into the meta because i think the galacron's awakening the cards and the event itself was pretty good um i think a lot of like several of the cards are even being used now and a lot of people liked several of the cards that were printed it was just that the paywall made it upsetting for a lot of like free-to-play players yeah like a lot of players couldn't get reno right they didn't have reno in their deck not not reno no, the yeah. card, but like reno how to, the where's, where's my top end with mage gonna be like i have puzzle box great but like reno is insane yeah. and so they didn't and i can't even get them so that kind of turned players off they were like you know i can't i can't no, yeah. get all the cards i gotta i gotta pay you know like so the, especially older players too that were were with the base at some, some point they got used to grinding it out and learning how to manage their dust and and gold and everything and and grind it out and and you know do some free to play it's not that you know we don't want hearthstone to go out of business just because we want everything for free but i do agree with you that putting certain cards yeah, have a like a little bit unfair. less of a paywall it's, it's unfair right so mm-hmm. okay so like not have the only way you can get it be like oh you have to spend gold or even money to get these cards yeah. it, like that 
yeah, that that one like solo adventure really pissed me off in in that sense. I feel like Blizzard has done okay in terms of the paywall. They give you a free deck and stuff like that, but that oh, that solo adventure actually ticks me off a little bit. <laughs> but you're back because like my viewers would be like, I can't get this. I literally can't get this card. You I cannot spend the twenty dollars, and I don't have the gold to do four wings. You didn't or go nowhere. Look at you. You're still here. They didn't. They didn't piss you off long. Okay, well, that's because I spent the money. I was more pissed off for other people who might have quit. You know, there was a there was a person. Because I, I got the you know what pissed cards. me off. There was a person in a in the comment box on your channel that called me Thalnos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know what? I used to be called six months, maybe a year ago. They used to call me Kragmar. You know what I mean? So I lost some weight, but I'm still out the gate. So to you, my friend, who called me Thalnos, I take it as credit because he's nice and thin. You know what I mean? He's got nice <laughs> skin on his face. Oh, he's a skeleton. Never mind. No skin. But anyway, all right, let's get to number two. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. okay. Number two. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who are listening on, on one of the sorted podcasts or whatever, uh, we we are on YouTube as well. But let's get to number two. Number two for me um, is learn the difference between a healthy meta and a fun meta. Yeah, you know, so I kind of they they are you talking about the article where they're like, this is the healthiest meta we've had in a while. Yeah, but like, yeah, I've I've said that multiple times. I'm like, dude, this meta's healthy and there's a good variety. It's just not fun. Yeah, it's just yeah, like ugh. like so. But the thing is, is is like if you think about it, right? If if there and this could go kind of a segue back or not a segue, but like a, an extension of the random generated <clears> cards. <throat> if you put in like enough random generated cards. Of course, the meta will be balanced and and healthy because the win rates of decks will be very very similar because because you've taken out uh, everything's random the, the variance theory of large or, numbers everything alike yeah even out over a long period of time if you will play enough games yeah and and the, yeah exactly so you play enough games you know remember when the statistics that they're talking about are not based on on short term short-term variance they're talking about this is like a, a large sample size of all the players in there. So of course, yeah, they will sort of even out, but that that doesn't, you know, the stats like fifty three percent doesn't equal if if you know what I'm saying. Like if every deck is like whatever, it doesn't equal fun. Like just, oh, healthy doesn't no, equal yeah. fun. It's not exactly you know. It's like because of healthy. Well, we got the the meta is healthy now. Aren't you having fun? Isn't that what you wanted? Well, yeah, we wanted a healthy fun meta. We didn't just want a healthy healthy meta. Um, and that's the thing is is Hearthstone players and just players in uh, video games in general are pretty fickle and and we're hard to please. We'll complain all the yeah, time. Yeah, we, we we will yeah. complain about everything all of the right. time. Right. But you know, and sometimes it's justified and sometimes it's not. And in this case though, I believe that there are some interesting arguments on both sides for the meta being healthy. I totally agree. I think that there there you look at there are like a lot of diverse decks, but there yeah. but there's only ones that are somewhat they're they're not so fun some not fun to play against some not fun to play even on themselves but um no yeah i get back the thing is it's it's not always fun to scream your head off you know oh my god I, look at that i played out a uh, puzzle box oh you know hearthstone the 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 youtube yeah, channel yeah. um hearthstone replays or whatever it is uh you know best of hearthstone moments it's a puzzle box. Everything's puzzle box, and how how 
people are just like, oh, another puzzle box. Oh, look at that win. It's so insane. No, it sucked. <laughs> that sucked. You got it. It's, it's no fun. That wasn't fun. That sucked. No, yeah. It sucked for like, you. Even if it you play as it sometimes, like sometimes it'll just like kill your board or pyroblast your own face. And you're like, well, that was stupid. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, but you have to take into account that they are trying to cater towards like a casual player base that probably finds these random mechanics fun. And I think that, yeah, so the, I mean, or okay. just, yeah, I think that it's fun to play as, I just think that there needs to be some sort of like division between the casual players that want that style of gameplay and then the competitive. I feel like there shouldn't be that many randomly generated cards or randomly generated things. Um, yeah. And competitive, because that's what makes it less fun for me. Yeah. I feel like it should be more skill-based. I agree with you. It, but if, also, if you take out all of those cards, well, it, then, like, those decks will suck. Yeah, so here's the deal, right? So they, so they, so so then why ask the question? I don't want to answer that question now. I'm just going to throw it out there. It's Hearthstone that's asking the question, how do we bring old players back? They don't... No, yeah, they, this is a Twitter post, yeah, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was a post on Twitter. Right, and you know what that is? That's just window dressing. They're just pretending like, oh, we want to bring older They're players pretending back. pretending to care. But, we, want to, but yeah. we, we really want new players, and we want to cater to the new players. But how do we bring back the old players? Well, number one, ask them how they'll get them back, and that'll bring some Yeah, and of them then in. it makes it seem like they care, <laughs> and then it'll start this kind of discussion... Yeah. So, and it'll bring some people like, oh, maybe they're going to make some of these yeah. changes. And people start like testing the water a little bit. There's yeah. one of my conspiracy theories again. But I, like I said, I'm not really a conspiracy theory guy. But we're going to get down to the number one reason. And this is it. This is pure, This is it. End of story. This is the one that will bring old players back to the game. And it is not subject to debate. And number one way that you can get Hearthstone back to the way it used to be and bring back the players that have long gone is to strong arm Ben Brode and force his return. And I'll help pay him millions as he was born to sell Hearthstone cards. Having said that, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, stay hype.